0: Welcome, beverage industry professionals, to Shine Runner Craft Marketing, quenching your marketing, distribution, and sales thirst for more horsepower on the craft beer, cider, and spirits industry. My name is Mark Colburn, and I'm going to be your crew chief. So today, let's get into uh, the program objective, and that is to provide you with an overview of marketing, distribution, and sales learnings and experiences From me, a veteran who's been in the craft beer, spirits, and cider business for over 25 years. My background? Well, I've got a master's degree in marketing, five years of ad agency experience, five years of consumer packaged goods, brand management experience, which includes calling on the large supermarket chains with sales teams, uh, chains like Safeway, Albertsons, um, Vons, and others. Uh, I've also got 12 years as an adjunct marketing professor at the undergraduate and graduate level, as well as 18 years of distribution, wholesaler, marketing, and special event experience. Lastly, I'm also the author of Craft Beer Marketing and Distribution: Brace for Skewmageddon. So, the goal of this program will be to help you better understand marketing's role, priority, and importance in the marketplace. I have to speak to you frankly before we get into this podcast and say that I spent quite a bit of time researching a variety of different podcasts. And I don't profess to be a professional podcastorian, but I am going to try to give you good content. And in my research, I found that it seems as though as soon as people get behind the microphone, they, they sort of think that they're Jay Leno. And they want to tell you about what shirt they're wearing today, uh, what the weather's like, and what they're going to do for the weekend. Uh, I'm not going to be doing that at all. And I hope to give you great information, uh, and great content on marketing, distribution, sales, special events. So, I also want to tell you that these first three podcasts are going to be uh, and i i, I pre apologize they 're going to be somewhat lecture like and uh, the reason for that is I want to have a common operationalized uh, base for us for us to grow from uh, some of you are brewers and yeah, biology backgrounds and you know fascinating backgrounds but not not necessarily marketing backgrounds that's my area of expertise so I want to make certain we have common definitions on um, in marketing and we're not going to go through a thousand but there's gonna be about six solid ones that you'll understand and then we can d- dig deep and go gas down on the topics of marketing distribution sales special events uh, wholesaler relationships and incentives and all those kind of good things As we go, uh, hopefully, I think it will be uh, bi-monthly. So uh, stick with me, please, through these first three, and things will just get uh, even better. So the series of marketing podcasts brought to you by the Brewing Network is created for, number one, the professional brewer, distiller, vintner, cider, or mead maker. Number two, the home brewer, thinking about taking his or her craft to the next level, and number three, the beverage enthusiast, including non-alcoholic categories such as the white hot kombucha, uh, coconut water, and others. So, the beverage enthusiast wanting to learn about the industry and how it works. So, let's get into marketing. As I said, I want to establish a foundation, a definitional base for for us to grow from. So, what is marketing, and, and what is marketing responsible for? Well, marketing is responsible for product selection what you actually brew and distill, Uh, pricing, packaging, point of sale, social media, public relations, special events, distribution, brew pub and taproom location, positioning and branding. So marketing dictates where your product will be available, in what package form, and at what price point. It also helps you define what we call the target market. So think in your minds this huge circle. And in that circle is the United States beverage consumer. Now, unfortunately, not all these consumers are going to want to drink your beverages. So marketing will help you identify that receptive slice from that vast population. It'll also help you determine just what group or groups to pursue, how to get their attention, but more importantly, how to influence their purchase behavior. Marketing will also help determine the target market's wants and needs. This is super critical as you decide just what beverages will best meet these wants and needs. Do you want to brew an IPA for this target audience? Do you want to brew a Hef? Do you want to brew a specialty gin? So you want as much definition of the target market as possible. Once we have this data, this will help reduce risk, improve your decision-making and ultimately increase your probability of success. So another new term, uh, branding. Well, you've, you've heard of the branding, but, but what is it? You know, how will you convince your target market to become brand loyal? Do you, for example, wake up Wednesday morning and say, Hey, I'm going to go out and buy a GT 500 brewing company's new IPA. Uh, Well, no, not quite. So what is branding and why go to all the trouble? Well, Branding delivers the product expectations and attributes that your customers expect on a quality and consistency basis. One more time, branding delivers the product expectations and attributes that your customers expect on a quality and consistency basis. So an example, let's say, God forbid, we're out of ketchup, oh man, and, and we've got to go to the supermarket, we go into the condiments aisle, and what do we reach for? 99.9% of us reach for Heinz ketchup. Let's say you go into a Burger King in Oakland, in Austin, in Atlanta, in London, in Cape Town. For the most part, a Whopper is going to taste the same. Same say for uh, Starbucks. You go into Seattle. You go into Boise. You go into uh, Lisbon. You go into, um, I don't know, Dallas. And for the most part, uh, a venti mocha is going to taste the same. Now, this is branding. And that is what your target market expects. This is how you capture and retain brand loyalty. Through quality and consistency. So think about... How many beverage options does your target customer have? Thousands. That's why you need marketing, so that you get your fair slice of the battle for share of stomach. Think of having marketing as 100 octane race gas. No marketing, you're running on 87. So why should a consumer try your brand over another? Well, Marketing gives your target market the reason to buy your product over the thousands of options that are out there. Lastly, um, I did a little survey on Facebook, and I asked people, what is your definition of marketing? And the majority response was, marketing is sales. Well, no, it's not. I want you to remember this. Sales are the byproduct of a comprehensive marketing strategy. And that brings me to my next term. Marketing strategy. So marketing strategy consists of two key components, and we've already touched on one, and that is the definition of the target market. And we're going to go deeper into that in a little bit. But uh, the, the next, the other half of the marketing strategy is what we call the marketing mix or uh, the four Ps. So management of the four Ps. And what are those four Ps? Some of you might remember this, but first one is price. Next one is Product. The third one, promotion. And lastly, the fourth place, or what I call the upside-down P, distribution. So does your company even have a marketing strategy? I certainly hope so. And if not, for the rest of the year, we're going to dig into each aspect of the four P's and the target market so that we can help you develop a marketing strategy uh, for your company or brand. Are you ready? All right. Let's get out of first gear. So, another new term that uh, you might not have heard of, really important the product life cycle. Now, the product life cycle is a method for monitoring a brand's selling span of existence. According to Professor Philip Kotler, a marketing genius in my opinion, the product life cycle is divided into four distinct segments. They include introduction, growth, maturity, and decline. So the four phases are important to recognize as the marketing strategy for each is oftentimes different and when monitored accurately can result in much greater brand success than of simply ignored. Frankly speaking, your brand will be significantly more successful if you follow its product lifecycle trajectory and invest the appropriate marketing resources throughout each phase of its cycle. So, sorry about all the definitions. Let's get into an example now. So, back to that GT500 Brewing IPA. Let's say we just launched this in the off-premise, in cans, in the Southern California market. Okay? Great. Nice job. So, should the marketing strategy be to invest in new packaging, price discounting, distribution, press releases, special events, trial sampling opportunities, chain store displays, Wholesaler incentives, trade advertising, consumer radio ads, NASCAR sponsorship, or maybe develop a seasonal or barrel-aged product line extension. So this isn't a trick question. It just shows you there are so many options as you develop this marketing strategy through your product life cycle, and what is the best course to take when you're in that introduction stage of the product life cycle for GT five hundred brewing. It's it's uh, it's not a oh Mark. That's all of the above. No, it's not because you can't you, you don't have an unlimited amount of money in your marketing bucket in order to do all these things. The most appropriate action, in my opinion, would be distribution and chain authorization. First thing you have to do is get distribution. Distribution. Uh, If without distribution doesn't matter how great your product is, your your advertising or promotion, your social media plan, your pricing without distribution, your consumers can't buy it. So you've got to get that distribution. And if you're in the chains, you want to nail that because that's where the action is. That's where you're going to get your most volume. So distribution and chain authorization is a priority in this intro stage in the example for GT500 Brewing. Then trial sampling strategy. You want to get that great beer over the lips of your target audience. Once they try it, they're going to buy it. And then you want to couple that to a wholesaler sales team incentive. So what do you mean by that, Mark? Well, here's what I mean. Let's say that you've got how many reps in Southern California? Uh, One, maybe two on average, possibly three. I doubt you have three. Let's say you have two. Are two sales reps enough to cover all the mega chains that are down in SoCal? Not at all. So how many distributors do you have? Let's just guess you've got around four which would be fantastic. So why not put a wholesaler incentive out in front of all those sales guys and gals that are going into that supermarket chain to in, to nail those points of distribution for GT500 Brewing Company's cans in the off-premise? It gives you your best chance, your best uh, step towards success for the brand in that intro stage of the product lifecycle. I hope that makes sense. So in today's competitive marketplace, you just can't afford to ignore this need for marketing strategy And product life cycle understanding and appreciation. Uh, Last term of the day is going to be what I call the KDA or key differentiating advantage. Super important. So the KDA is a product's single most unique attribute or benefit, preferably some salient point that no other brand can lay claim to or easily duplicate. The goal is to own this spot within the consumer's black box. This is the place in each consumer's mind where only the most clearly defined brands are tucked away. This is where brand loyalty lives and thrives. The KDA supports the why I buy that beverage or why I buy that ketchup behind the consumer's loyalty. It contributes to the physical act of reaching to the shelf for your six-pack or pointing to that draft handle amongst the 12 that uh, are there at the average bar. Anchor Steam, Anchor Brewing in San Francisco, uh, they have got a clear example of of a key differentiating advantage. Uh, Their their Anchor Steam beer, uh, their KDA is the fact that the brand is San Francisco's original steam beer. Now, can any other company or any other brand make that claim? Absolutely not. So let's make one up. Um, Lake Tahoe IPA, uh, the only craft beer brewed with crystal clear blue Lake Tahoe water. I think that's another good uh, KDA to use if you were Lake Tahoe brewing company. So the key differentiating advantage uh, is something that no other business can make claim to except yours. This may not be that simple to determine. So really take some time to figure this one out. Uh, it, it, it's, they're, they're not real easy, but some of, some of you out there might, might have a a real obvious one. And you really, once you, you define that, exploit and blend that into your marketing and brand story. Now we'll get into the marketing and brand story in our next episode. So as far as KDA goes though, repetition is imperative. You really want to let people know about that key differentiating advantage, and it will help build brand equity. So a recap in Episode 1, appreciate and respect the definition and need for marketing, particularly in today's hyper-competitive marketplace. Think about, uh, think about where your brand lies on the product lifecycle. Ponder what the, the word brand means to you. Why do you buy the things that you buy? Sit down and profile your target market. In the next episode, we'll paint as accurate a picture of this person as we can. And challenge yourself and your team to uncover the brand's KDA, that key differentiating advantage. Then start using it in all your communications. Be sure to exploit your point of difference. Please submit questions on episode one's topics to shinerunner at the brewing Network.com. I will try to address these in a future episode and appreciate any feedback you have on my podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Please check out my website at shinerunnercraftmarketing.com and my book, Craft Beer Marketing and Distribution, Race for Skumageddon. Look for us in episode two, where we go into the brand story and target marketing.